Your source for community. Muskoka-made talk shows are on Muskoka Magazine, The Bay 88.7. Hey, this is Dr. Shervin. Muskoka Magazine is brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Please visit DairyLaneDental.com. This is Arts R Us on The Bay. Good morning and welcome to Arts R Us. I'm Noreen Mitchell. I'm here in the studio with my co-host Karen Cassian and we're pleased to welcome back today Mallory Davenport, formerly known as Mallory Duncan, but really <laughs> for Mallory us, Davenport. Mallory. And we'll get to why yes, in a moment. You, thank you so much for having me. We know that you have not been cooling your heels in the Monarch Performing Arts Studio. You've continued or gone back to teaching dance classes. Tell us how it is at the Monarch. It's great. It's really great. (laughs) I can vouch for that. that. Yeah, I love Um, your dance classes. Thank you. Yeah, well, we took a little bit of a break when we did a show back in September, and uh, but it's been amazing. I mean, I I absolutely love to teach. Um, For people who don't know, my teaching style is is musical theater based, and I teach a burlesque class as well. You're a great teacher. I have to say, I'm not just saying that. You are a great teacher, and you're also really good with people with disabilities of various kinds. I'm, I'm really amazed by it. challenges. Yeah. I, uh, I teach performance-based dance, so it's we always talk about an audience, we always talk about what a performance piece and an emotional arc and everything like that. Um, and, and it's really all skill levels. And um, I choreograph each of my pieces uh, to, um, to really work within my students' skill levels and as well what they really want to get out of my classes. And so I have some classes where people are hoping to, you know, expand their knowledge of how to pick up choreography really quickly. You know, this was certainly back in the days of auditions and things like that happening all around town um, for people who just want to be able to walk in and do a 30-second combo and, and you know, be great at it. That's a, that is a skill and it's a muscle and you have to develop that. And so, uh, yeah, I, I spend uh, time asking my students what they want to learn and what kind of style they want to do. And then we you're go very, from it's there. It's very challenging, I find. You're, you're always like ahead of where we think we can be. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I think that that's good. an important piece, right? The mm-hmm. mind-body connection. We forget that, you know, using our bodies and our brains at the same time, because I feel like we sit at computers so much these mm-hmm. days and just are sort of, you know, brainless um, drones. And so, so uh, getting back that connection and reminding ourselves, okay, left, you know, left foot, right, uh, or, you know, yes, left foot, right, right yeah. foot, left, right, like, uh, and doing all of that at the same time, as well as having fun. It's the best form of, of um, exercise that I can think of. Yeah. Next yeah. So I have to ask, though, what are the restrictions governing doing that? So right now, I mean, it's fitness. And so once you're inside the studio, you don't have to be masked in it or anything like that. And, and I actually limit my class sizes to quite a bit smaller than I could have. You just need to have six square feet of space per person. But I limit, uh, I have, I think, maximum of five people, unless you are in like a social bubble. And then you, and you, you know, I have a group of women who work together. And so they're in an office all day together and they can come in and dance together. Um, but it's the, the restrictions are, you know, you do a COVID screen, you, you know, everything like that. I rapid test myself all the time because um, I'm an actor and I, and I have to before rehearsals and things like that. And so, you know, I do my best to sort of go 
over and above what I'm being asked to do in order to just restrict any dangers for people. Mm-hmm. Well, you mentioned the play that you did, a One Brief Shining Moment in late September, yeah. and it was fabulous. It and was I must fabulous. say, it was comfortable. Mm-hmm. I would you. like to say that. Mm-hmm. It was it was really well managed, and you had, again, a small audience, but an intimate audience, and it was a delightful way to go back to theatre. Well, thank you so mm-hmm. much. Yeah, I was really proud of that work. Um, Diana Jacklin, who is a local teacher and uh, an incredible performer she, for anybody who hasn't seen her. She's a talent in so many oh, areas. Oh, my goodness. Eh? She's a you know concert pianist. She's a singer. She, she's incre- she's absolutely amazing. Um, and as it turns out, she is one of the most talented writers I've, I've ever worked with. And so she wrote this. Um, we were talking before the show a little bit about Georgia Taves, who did uh, a Choose Your Own Adventure live stream show with me last year. And the live stream show sort of inspired Dee to write um, a what might happen audience voting kind of show. And you know, so she wrote a first draft and, and I read it and it was great. And there was something really, really beautiful in the bones of the relationship. And so we started to workshop it in the summer and it developed into this this piece called One Brief Shining Moment. And we sort of looked at each other one day and said, oh, my gosh, we have a show. Mm-hmm. OK, when are we doing it? <laughs> so we just picked dates and got some other actors and found Sid Jones, who's an great, incredible great director. Yeah. Very yeah. good actors. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, Including and you. Thank you. Thank you. And so Diana and I were the two female characters. Uh, Jim Kelly and Paris Allen were the male characters. And uh, it I, it was a little piece of magic and it just worked out so I have, beautifully. I have to say, I celebrate your, I love the way you celebrate your height when you come Thank in with- Thank you. <laughs> You're just so confident and so tall. With yes, I did. I wore six-inch heels yes. uh, yeah. as the uh, the opening of my character walking in the room and um, it, towering over Paris. Towering who's over too. Paris, who played my husband. Yeah, uh, and and also towering over um, Jim and Diana, who mm-hmm. were the other married couple. And um, yeah, uh, yeah, it was. I do. I love. I love to wear my heels, and mm-hmm. uh, I do. I think it makes a you know quite an impression. <laughs> it does. Yeah, we have to almost say, touching the ceiling. Yeah. In my yeah. Mallory <laughs> arrived this morning with ha- six inch heels, five inch, five and, inch. and yeah. it's starting it's to snow. <laughs> <laughs> it's who I am. I look great. Yes. Thank you. And who are you when it's coming to the next play that you're doing? So, well, there's a few things coming up. Uh, December is an insane month. Um, I am doing a show with Autumn Smith, who directed and adapted uh, Christmas Carol to L- Lumberyard's Lament. And that's happening in Gravenhurst. And that's a walkthrough piece. I'm playing um, the mother, uh, Scrooge's mother, as well as Mrs. Cratchit. And so that's a, a really, really interesting adaptation. And I love the idea of doing So is this in the Opera House? No, it's oh. outside. Oh, oh my wow. goodness. Yeah. Oh. So so, you know, get on your winter wear and, mm-hmm. and come on down. Um, and that is, it's a really beautiful piece that she's created. She should bring it here up to Huntsville. Well, you know, we, I have we also can. said that. Yeah. <laughs> and it is, it feels like something that, you know, you could, you could sort of adapt for each location. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really uh, is exciting to be a part of that. And then um, the Monarch is producing another play. Uh, I'm not in it. <laughs> I'm just, oh. just producing this one. But it was written by Diana as well. And it's called Between Floors. And that will be happening the week between Christmas and New Year's. It's a New Year's show. Okay. And who's in that one? Uh, TBD. I'll announce it later. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. A little teaser. Yes, well, we're I starting. Who's TBD? No, no. It's all... It's... Um, uh, we... Yeah, we're still, you know, workshopping and getting through and seeing it's, it's a funny time of year. You know, people are, they're excited to do things, but you know, can they really commit the time? And in the same way we did one brief shining moment, it will be 
fast. Everyone gets together, really creates a thing. They're all one act shows, everything that the monarch and is doing. And vaccine is checked. Vaccine protocols, absolutely. Yeah, mm. we, we, we do uh, vaccine passports and things like that. Um, Tell us about your play in 2022. Yes. That's and so really then, exciting and the, brave, I think. Oh, my goodness. Yes. So we, we are uh, we're doing a musical, and it's called The Last Five Years, um, which is a Jason Robert Brown musical. And it was sort of, I mean, it's a dream of mine. Um, and as it turns out, it was a dream of Jim Kelly, who was my co-star in One Brief Shining Moment. Um, as I sort of was figuring out how we reapproach theater, um, what I wanted to do and what my dream is, is to create a collective of artists, actors, writers, directors, who sort of sit around and say, okay, what are we going to do this year? Mm -hmm. And some of it's original pieces and some of it's pre-written shows. And then we plan a, a season. Now, because of COVID, I, you know, I can't have the hundred people that I really, really, really want to have in this collective. Um, and so right now it's, it's, it's small, um, and mighty and, uh, <laughs> and asking people what they really want to, to do. And so Jim said, you know, I, I've always really wanted to do the last five years. And I was like, Oh my God, me too. Um, and it's a two person musical. Oh, and wow. It's this really beautiful story about this relationship that lasts five years. And the female character is, um, her timeline moves backwards through the relationship and the male characters moves forwards. Oh, wow. And only at one point in the show are they together in the same mm -hmm. time period. Wow. Yes. That's, that's a time traveler's wife. It is a little, yeah. It's, a, it's, it's really beautiful. The music is insanely beautiful. Um, Elena Noodling um, has agreed to music direct. And so they're singing and dancing? Singing. It's mostly singing. And there's okay. a, like a really tiny bit. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. There's like a tiny bit of dancing. And I was saying to the director. It's a challenge, isn't it? It's insanely challenging. The music is really challenging. The songs are all like seven minutes long. Um, and they're so dynamic and, and like, it's sort of crazy. Um, this so show. You, you've rented the Algonquin Theatre for a week to do this play. Yes, I, I have. I think that's quite something. <laughs> well, and I hope that uh, I hope that people will come out and support the show. I know it's it's hard to wrap our heads around being in a room with, you know, 400 other people. Wearing masks, though. Wearing masks yeah. and, never, you know, vaccinated yeah. and everything like that. And at some point, we have to get back to it. And at some point, we have to take the leap of faith that people will yes. want that. I mean, the rate at which we consumed media over the last two years, if that doesn't tell you how much we need the arts, mm -hmm. I don't know what will. I think people will. are anxious to get out there and... I think this is a good moment to take a break. <laughs> we talk about how much we need the arts. We'll come back on Arts or Us in just a moment with Mallory Davenport. This is Dr. Shervin. Hello. Dr. Shervin owns a dental practice in Huntsville. Yes, ma'am. But it's not only a dental practice. Dairy Lane Dental plays a major role in our community, supporting organizations that enrich your town like Community Radio, being a member of the Bay Food Crew, and Huntsville Hospital Foundation Business Cares Program. Dr. Shervin and his team at Dairy Lane Dental knows that alongside truly understanding their patients by providing a pleasant dental experience comes a responsibility to take care of our home. This is correct. Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Please visit DairyLaneDental.com. Buy Muskoka for Muskoka, your collection of Muskoka-based talk shows. Muskoka Magazine, The Bay, 88.7. I'm Dr. Shervin from Dairy Lane Dental, and you're listening to Muskoka Magazine. This is Arts R Us on The Bay. 
We're back on Arts Us. I'm Noreen Mitchell with Karen Cassian, my co-host, and we're here with Mallory Davenport, the multi-talented <laughs> actress, director, choreographer, teacher. Yeah. I don't know where, what mother. else. Mother. Mother. <laughs> Which is a good question. Like, how do you do all this, Mallory? Uh, how and, do I do all this? Um, I have this really, like, you know, awful personality trait where I, I have to do the things that I love and nothing can stop me and, and mm-hmm. you I just figure it out. Mm-hmm. And so when there are things that come my way and opportunities I, that I, I know in my heart are the right thing, we, we go for it. And, and Rob, Rob and I, um, Rob is my husband. Um, we always sort of say we're in the business of supporting each other in our dreams and mm-hmm. we make it work no matter what, because we get one life. And if, you know, you're mm-hmm. not, uh, you're both on board with the same philosophy. Yeah, yeah. Which is great. And if you're not enjoying it, what are you doing? Right. <laughs> and you and Rob recently had a major change in your living arrangements for Very a short time. Very major change. Yeah. 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 So, uh, you know, in the spirit of following our dreams and doing the things we love, Rob decided that he wanted to go back to school and study audio production and sound engineering. And so wow. he got into a really prestigious college in Toronto called the Harris Institute and moved down there. And so he lives there five days a week and he's home on weekends. And it's absolutely incredible, the experience he's getting and the skills. Is he excited? Is he enlivened? A hundred percent. I think there's, you know, it's difficult at, you know, middle age and, and going back to school as hard as it is. Plus, we have, you know, a middle two, age. a four to six year old. Young middle age. Young middle age. How old Rob is. Well, he's 38. <laughs> I guess maybe that's their still That's the time. middle there's, section yeah. of his life. There's still no, it's time. an over young adult. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's an over young adult. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, then uh, early aged, yeah. I guess. But I mean, starting a brand new career in something that he doesn't necessarily have a ton of experience in. Um, Except that he does. He's a musician. He's a singer. I mean, he, he's an actor. Is, he's an actor. Mm-hmm. This is where he's supposed to be. Yeah. And uh, and it's you know it's not easy. But the kids are these crazy, adaptable, brilliant creatures who know that you're supposed to do things you love with your life. And uh, and they all have been. I mean, my eldest certainly is like responsible city she's like mom what do you need me for me today and you know i'm like i don't know <laughs> can you get those get kids dressed <laughs> box of yeah. cereal yeah. get it down here yeah um and she does and she's amazing and and they they can see that um things are are happy and it's exciting yeah I miss him, and you know it's definitely, definitely different. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but it's only for a year, right? It's one year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a one-year program. And is there homework for him on the weekends? Not at the moment. He's just had. Uh, he's just started, and so I think very likely it will get quite a bit more demanding over the months. Um, I, from what I remember, I went to a private career college for musical theater, and and you know you think, oh, I'm only in school this many hours, but then all of a sudden it builds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have a lot to do. Um, but he's amazing and brilliant. Bravo to fun. him and to yes, you. Thank you. It's, yeah, a, I agree. it's a really good undertaking. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. I think For the amazing. family. For the family. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you're going to continue doing, I know, oh, tell us about the Huntsville Festival of the Arts and the play. Yes. Yeah, so that was a very exciting um, step forward to happen. So uh, the Huntsville Festival of the Arts has decided um, to move forward with a show for the spring musical and, um, and cancel Sister Act and instead we're going to do Disney's Beauty and the Beast and uh, asked if I I would stay on and direct because 
you know, we didn't get to have our, our moment with mm-hmm. Sister Act and that's okay. Um, but of course I said yes, as you know, I, I feel very connected to the cast and um, I want to see this through with them. And so we're doing that. And, I'm and what do you so think of excited. the vehicle? The, the play. Beauty and the Beast? Yeah, musical. Um, I think that in this, uh, you know, research of musicals and things like that, I've realized that musicals are just deeply flawed. That is what it is. All mm-hmm. musicals have some horrible issue with them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, this one is the idea of Stockholm Syndrome. Like, would Belle really fall in love with this, like, angry monster um, while she's kidnapped, right? <laughs> Will that really happen? And I think I have some really, really fun and uh, cool ways to address that and kind of say, you know, yeah, we know that it's problematic, but it's Disney mm-hmm. and it's magic. So enjoy the And the, the songs are delightful. <laughs> the yeah. songs are amazing. Be my guest. Yeah. I know. Well, you know what? Every, people have asked me about, you know, what what's the demand of the ensemble? Because in Sister Act, certainly the dem- it was like insane. Oh, my god! They gosh. had like yeah. 15 minutes of dancing straight on stage. Um, and it's kind of the same. <laughs> I have a but question. Time you're dressed as can, the, can the set from Sister Act be reused? Yes, it can. Oh, good. good so to there, know. Uh, there was a lot of thought put into what, why this show, and one of those was reusing the things that we. I mean, yeah. we have this massive set built, and so we'll just sort of tweak it and make it the Gothic castle style. And it was a really adaptable set that that we had designed Janet and I and. Um, Where's Rob when you need him? Well, you know, it's okay. He built it. It's he done. Built, it's done. You just have to. Um, it has to be rebuilt. Using, you're using the three leads from uh, Sister Act because they've worked so hard, and, and it was That's almost. Right. There are actually a few a few people that have been cast into roles <laughs> in Beauty and the Beast um, that we're not going to audition for. That that the they're rolling into these roles. Um, yeah, I mean, they, these people have dedicated and, and committed their time and their talent to a show that never got to be seen, and uh, they themselves over and over and over and beyond a doubt earned a place as a lead in the show and do they fit easily into this new yeah play? i think yeah. so i oh, certainly good. think so good. and again that was part of what we took into consideration yeah. in picking a show please okay. tell us about the uh open positions that will the auditions so the auditions are november 28th from 12 to 4 i believe you can contact the hansel festival of the arts if you want to audition time um i'll just be asking people to sing something we're not going to have a dance call um and so bringing a short piece from a musical preferably for me as well as your own tr- backing track and uh the roles the feature roles that are available if you were not in sister Act, you do have to audition for ensemble i just wanted to mm-hmm. come and see you sing it's part of the experience mm-hmm. um but the Feature roles that are available are LeFou, Lumiere, Chip, Maurice, um, and Monsieur Dark, and Madame de la Grande Bouche, who is the uh, the wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there are, of course, other smaller feature roles, but those are the ones that have verses and th- songs and things like that. So that sounds like so That's, much fun. Yeah. And when can we see it? performed. It will be April 1st to 10th at the Algonquin Theatre. And what about your play? When is that going to be? It's the first week of March. I believe it's March 3rd through 6th. The show will be mounted. And it's a one-act musical. Okay. Yeah. Phew. And that's not all. You've been singing at uh, Eclipse. Yes. Yes. Tell us about Uh, that. Well, so... um, I don't know if you have been yet, listeners, but the Eclipse Walk the Lights is this incredible light installation that has shown up at Heritage Place. And anybody who knows me can uh, attest to the fact that I have complained forever that we don't use Heritage Place in a way that is artistic. 
because mm -hmm. that's what it should be, you know. It, it, and it's a beautiful. It's so nice place. right it's now a at, space. at and night. The ability to just walk around a place mm -hmm. there, there's no cars and you feel safe and it's outdoors. Like this is a space that I have like been like, oh my god, build me ten theaters and I will fill this with a festival. Mm -hmm. um, so I was so excited when this came up. I love this idea and and the Chamber of Commerce and HFA there have um, uh, been in the town I think in the town, town as well. Yeah, yeah, or you know instrument instrumental in getting this up mm -hmm. um and the i mean limbic media who did the actual design of the lights like phew, these people are unbelievably talented and so they're filling some weekends with performers and i think it's brilliant i, I do too um, and so uh, where, I, where do you perform from you perform from the inn oh so, i love that it's yeah so beautifully by lit. the stables yeah, yeah, yeah with the green like vines that get lit up and mm -hmm. and robbie actually built a marimba which is attached to the lights and so you play this marimba and the lights go up and down and so when you're singing the lights oh fabulous well. and it's so beautiful the night that we were there there was snow on the ground so and it's on every night until may 7th yes. or something so with the snow it's even more yeah. spectacular yes I think. and hopefully there'll be more opportunities to do is it every evening every evening every evening yeah until yeah, may 7th i think yeah yeah it's terrific yeah, yeah. and yeah. you also did some singing at the morgan house oh yes with the huntsville theater company so we um we finished out our year essentially because our you know our year sort of ends in August, um, and we rolled it over into September uh, to do a Broadway After Dark cabaret show. And and you um, had done that already at Algonquin Fairground at uh, the yes. sorry at the fairgrounds yeah, yeah at the Huntsville Fairgrounds. Um, and so it was a package show. There were some changes that needed to be made because we lost some cast members to you know university and things like that. I guess they oh, can go to university. <laughs> um, and so we some new numbers and, and uh, redid the show and it was a fantastic two nights sold out at Morgan House which is another amazing venue it is. that we it have is a nice here. Venue. Um, mm -hmm. It was fabulous. It was really, really amazing. And the HTC is, you know, continuing. I'm no longer the president. You're the now the past president. Mm -hmm. And so I sit on the board for one more year just to help with a transition year. And it's been really interesting. Um, as we decided how to move forward as a theater company that, you know, suffered greatly in the last year and a half. Um, even though we managed to continue to create pieces, it's not been easy. So we decided to move forward with the What's on Tap series, which we had started in 2019, um, and do these immersive style one night cabaret dress up dance events at mm -hmm. Canvas. And Canvas has, you know, repartnered with us and that's incredible. We, we just did one. Love that space. Yeah, last we just did a 90s night. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just want to encourage people who are listening to really get out and, you know, look at the year of shows or the six months of shows and pick the ones you want to attend and please attend them because, you know, the HDC needs support and needs to rebuild their membership base at this time. And it's not going to be possible. It's not going to be reasonable for the Huntsville Theater Company to continue to produce the high quality theater that they do normally mm -hmm. um, without a membership base and without some, you know, some foundation to, to build on. And uh, we lost a lot of that during COVID. And so we're just rebuilding in the best way we know how. And on that note, if you want to become a subscriber, you go to Huntsville Theatre Company at gmail.com. That's right. Yeah. And membership is $10 and then you get $10 off of every ticket. So to get <laughs> to renew our membership, we go on to the site. And or you can just e-transfer uh, HuntsvilleTheaterCompany at gmail.com. And um, I don't think we're doing subscribers this year. I think we're just having membership uh -huh. this year to, again, rebuild that and then and take a little bit of a breath, 
figure out how to move forward. We had so many disappointed community members when we had to cancel so many shows and postpone and postpone. And I think it's the right decision to just wait and mm -hmm. uh, make sure that we're all back, really, truly yeah. back. No, I, agree. I was really sorry I didn't get to Canvas because I like to time warp. It's uh, time to time warp again. <laughs> yes, that was in October. We did, um, uh, there was the five-year reunion of the Rocky Horror Show that the HTC had put on. Yeah. Oh, that was a great performance in the Chafee Hall. So, yeah. And I remember it very much. And I happen to love that film. I remember, you know, in university, throwing stuff at the screen, yep, yep. lighting the candles <laughs> and doing the whole thing. And I saw it actually in, in England, no in way. London. Yeah. Wow. yeah. 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 Anyway. There's so much to talk about. There's so much fun with you, Mallory, all the time. Yes. But we got to wrap it up and yes. say, <laughs> go break a leg. Yes, <laughs> but watch it on those you. high heels. Yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I can end everything. I'm most comfortable in the heels, honestly. Oh, good. Well, thank, <laughs> thank you, you very much. On, thank you so much for having me. And, and remember, everybody, sport the arts over and over and over. Yes, everywhere for you can. sure. Karen, how else can we support the arts? Well, there are so many things happening at the uh, Huntsville um, Algonquin Theatre now. Um, you can go on HuntsvilleFestival.ca to find out more about that. The Good Lovelies are coming on September 16th. The Vera McNeils are coming uh, December 3rd. Uh, Nutcracker, a Canadian tradition, is on the ballet uh, December 18th at 2 p.m. and 7 p.m. Getting into next year, uh, we have Matt Anderson, March 20th, and Donovan Woods. And that's only a few of the uh, next year's lineup that uh, has come out so far. There's lots more. So, so go on the Algonquin Theatre site also. The Cellar Singers are coming to do a Christmas concert at uh, the Anglican Church in Huntsville. You can go on the CellarSingers.com to get tickets, and that's December 18th at 7.30. Um, Eclipse, Walk with the Light, we talked about it. That's on until May 7th every evening. I think it's 7.30 it opens or something. 6 to 10 in the winter, I Oh, think. 6 to 10. Oh, 6 okay. to 9 in the winter. Yeah. Okay. It's dark and by 5. Yeah. <laughs> so things are opening up. There's a lot happening, a lot of Christmas things happening, which is nice. And speaking you? of Christmas, Muskoka Arts and Crafts is having their 41st annual Christmas show and sale. And it's on now, and it goes till December 11th. And you have to go online to their website. This, they're still doing it that way. And at the Mac shop, at, which is MuskokaArtsandCrafts.com, visit the shop. Anyway, so a lot of Christmas shows have or Christmas marketplace coming yes, up. Yes, some are already in progress. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's one in the HFA studio actually. Muskoka Unlimited is presenting its second annual market, and it's on now until the 28th of November, and that will actually coincide too with the market that Huntsville Art Society is having the weekend of November 27th and 28th as part of the BIA yes. downtown market, Muskoka market. A nice weekend. So there's lots of things happening in the market side of things. Um, I want to tell you too that the Art FX this week is uh, number four. Week number forty-three is High Lake by Mark Buckelman, and it's a painting of a fall scene at a lake in the Limberlost Forest and Wildlife Reserve, which is a beautiful place to go for anyone. At, at the Algonquin Room in the Visitor Center, the many faces of Algonquin are the works of Jason George, who is a wildlife photographer, and that's on until the spring. Can and I just? Are you mentioning the uh, Algonquin Theater show uh, that the marketplace vendors um, have up on the walls there? Right now, the uh, the art is on. Yes, yes, that's correct. Yeah, yeah. followed by a member show. Yeah, right. and that that runs right into the yeah, the show. Yes, mm -hmm. the member show that's coming up is called. 
welcome back. It's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. So it, yeah. we're, we're trying to get back in the saddle and, and do we, everything. It's going to be a big show. There's yeah. A, there's a, about 12 artists that are showing the pieces in that one. So lots to do, lots to uh, continue to enjoy and uh, look for beauty everywhere. There's only one Hunter's Bay Radio. We, we are Muskoka. Are Muskoka.